Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wrong Advice Podcast. I'm your host, John Picciuto, and thanks for coming along with us today. Um, last episode, I kind of touched back on things in my past, uh, you know, some writings, um, musings, bullshit that I've kind of pondered over the last couple of years. And I thought for today's episode, what I could do is take a deep dive into one of my most successful pieces of writing that I've ever uh, done, and that was Why Chivalry is Dead. Uh, from a man's perspective. Now, consequently, I wrote this when I was 26 or 27 years old, so I don't know if you could necessarily consider myself a man uh, then, but what I thought would be cool for today's episode is just kind of to recap, rewind, and uh, reread uh, this article that I wrote so very many years ago. Um, I think uh, it's always a nice uh, idea to look back on things that you've done and, and uh, where you've come from in your life and uh, kind of reevaluate and see if you still have some of those feelings, uh, see if you still feel the same way uh, as you did back then. And uh, it was a wildly polarizing article, uh, Why Chivalry is Dead. And uh, without completely diving into what my thoughts are on chivalry today just yet, or what my thoughts are on what happened to me after this article, I'm going to read the article uh, out loud, kind of see uh, you know, if I can make it all the way through without stopping and wanting to vomit, uh, but then kind of go back and see how I feel about what I wrote eight years ago. <clears throat> Okie dokie. In the hookup culture we now live in, it's pretty obvious that chivalry is completely dead. Maybe my parents were old-fashioned, maybe growing up in a tight-knit Italian family resulted in different values, but I always preached the value of chivalry and etiquette from the women in my life. From my grandmother to my mother, you better believe I learned my lessons, either verbally or via the wooden spoon. But why does it seem like it's completely impossible for men to do what I would consider the normal thing? Dating is done. Seriously, who goes on dates anymore? It's all about hooking up, getting a number, grabbing a drink, and getting down. I think I'm the only single guy I know that actually takes a girl out to a restaurant on a first date. There's a reason for this. If you take a girl out and show her you're more than some douche looking to just get in her pants, odds are you're going to get a second date, at the least. Call me old-fashioned, but a nice dinner is worth the money to get to know someone to some extent. For me, it's not about the money, and I get why people are stingy when it comes to going out with people they don't know. Look, I get it. Shit costs money. But really, what's the difference? Treat yourself to a good meal, and if the company is good, why the hell wouldn't you take a girl out to a nice dinner? All I know is the more I look around, the less I see men treating women the way that they're that we've been raised to. What happened to paying for dinners and drinks? What happened to pulling out chairs and holding doors? What happened to walking on the outside closest to the street and all that shit? Where did we lose the chivalrous touch? When did it become acceptable acceptable to just text a girl inviting her to come bang? Don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining about those instances. I'm just saying, why have we strayed away from what has been established as the norm? I think in an ever-changing landscape of communication between 144 character tweets, LOLs, and ROTFLs, we've lost our ability to communicate altogether. You go to a noisy bar and expect to get to know someone new when all you really wind up doing, when all you really wind up with is an uninteresting small talk. We don't take the time to get to really know people anymore, and that's why you see relationships and marriages failing at a 50% clip. Ultimately, push is going to come to shove here, and I figured it would have happened by now, but for some reason, it has not. 
The real problem here is that women, for one reason or another, have become complacent and allowed men to get away with adhering to the bare minimum. We no longer have to put in the effort of flowers and chocolates and dates, and if we do, we come off as a stage 5 clinger. I'm not looking for a girlfriend, nor am I looking for a wife. If I take you out to a nice dinner, it's because I'm a nice guy, and I'm looking forward to spending time with you somewhere other than the bedroom. Eventually, I feel that women will wise up and start asking for things that they deserve, the things... The things that used to be automatic and expected of men, like holding a door, pulling out a chair, and paying for dinners. Until then, men are going to get away with putting in the bare minimum and receiving what we ultimately want anyway, sex. It's pretty obvious that women own the cards, and when they start acting like it, they'll finally start getting dinner from places that don't deliver. Woof. Jeez. Um, I didn't necessarily expect to hate that as much as I... Uh, as I do. Um, wow. Yeah, I, uh, I think all in all that the initial premise of the article was coming from a good place. I think that what I was trying to say versus what I actually said are probably two dramatically different things. Um, and I think what's worse is a lot of things haven't changed. I mean, uh, you know, aside from dating in a COVID world, um, we still very much live in a hookup culture, um, you know, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, all of these things are primarily focused on what I would consider to be fleeting dating moments. Um, but oof, talk about speaking in a holier than thou uh, type vibe, um, you know, bringing up my grandmother and my mother and how they instilled all these wonderful qualities into myself and uh, although I was not single at the time of writing this article, I am now, and goodness gracious, I sound like a douchebag. Um, I do think dating is different now. It's not done. Obviously, people still date, but um, I've gone on a lot of dates in the last eight years, and for me to articulate that it just doesn't exist anymore, that's a pretty naive and stupid sentiment. Um, I do think that for better or for worse, um, the culture around dating has changed. And because people can be more, um, you know, flippant with their feelings and, uh, you know, sexual desires, that uh, it's easy for people to just go out and hook up. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I don't know why I came uh, from such a feels like an inherently negative place in this article because like, like I said I was in a pretty happy relationship at the time and uh, I don't know why I was making such a big deal about nice dinners and spending money to get to know someone I mean I, I do believe that going out for drinks is fine going out to a bar to meet someone is fine maybe 27 year old John uh, was just a bit jaded um, I, I do still feel very strongly that men need to put in more work I think um you know, who pays is not really relevant to the conversation anymore. And a man doesn't need to pay for a woman for it to be quote unquote chivalrous or whatnot. But um, I think that there has been a lackluster uh, effect in the last, you know, 10 so odd years uh, with social media and with dating apps that have allowed men to kind of skate by and get away with um borderline the bare minimum. Um, I mean, I'm in a different place now uh, in my mid-30s where when I meet someone on a dating app or in person, I'm trying to get to know them better than, you know, hooking up. Obviously, in my mid to late 20s, that wasn't necessarily the case. And I think that's 
perfectly fine. I mean, if you're extremely upfront and honest and vocal about the things that you're looking for and and what you want out of a relationship or a situation, that's fair. I think it's when we get into these situations where people have nefarious or secondary um you know, reasons for going out with someone and tell them that they're looking for something serious when they're ultimately not that uh, problems do arise. Um, I think that obviously communications changed a lot. uh, And that's obvious. And I don't know why. um, For better or for worse, I, I made fun of Twitter, which I love or LOLs or ha ha ha's, you know, I do think communication has changed a lot. And, and, and certainly it will continue to change. Um, I don't know if we've necessarily lost our ability to communicate altogether. I think communications just changed and it will continue to change. Um, I think, I think that I came at this from a different place than when I originally, uh, was super excited about it going viral at the time. I mean, I'm a little disappointed in, in some of my thoughts and Besides the fact that it's an absolutely horribly written article, um, I wonder why I was coming at it from such a inherently negative place. I mean, I think that I was trying to articulate these things in a positive light, but they came off very whiny and bitchy. Um, like we don't take the time to get to really know people anymore. And that's why you see relationships and marriages failing at a 50% clip. Sure. Maybe that's it. Um, probably not. Um, I think at the end of the day, people accept the love they think they deserve. I think, you know, the divorce rate being 50% has a lot more to do with people getting married for the wrong reasons than for people not knowing who the person is that they're marrying. Um, I do feel strongly that women are in charge and, uh, I do truly believe that they dictate the outcomes of relationships with men and, I mean, I don't think that's a chivalrous characteristic of <laughs> of modern dating. I think that's just a fact. I think um, I think that for long enough, uh, it's been the opposite, and uh, I don't necessarily think it'll go back that way anytime soon. Um, yeah, man, this is such a bitchy, whiny article. Um, I'm, I'm a bit surprised at how much I hate it. Um, I don't know why I felt like people don't put in effort anymore. Um, you know, chocolates, flowers, dates, etc. Um, I do think that it is super easy to come off as a stage five clinger nowadays. Um, you know, I, I can articulate that very easily. I mean, if, if for any sort of reason you have a really great first date, um, you know, it's super easy to come off like you're screaming ready to run down the the aisle and get married. And it's easy to scare people off. I mean, I've had that happen to me. I've done that myself. Um, I think that articulating it in a way that uh, admonishes um, men for not buying flowers or chocolates, I think that was a, a, a really naive way to articulate things. Um, I mean, I just am really disappointed <laughs> in, in, uh, in how bad this writing is. Uh, I mean, besides having complete shit sentence structure and rambling thoughts, I don't know what my point was here. Um, I think I was trying to say something that I did an extremely poor job of ultimately saying it. Um, I think I'm extremely blessed to have 
grown up in a family with uh, a wonderful mother and a living grandmother, and I think they did uh, instill with me a lot of um, qualities that I would consider to be my best qualities. Um, I don't necessarily think that means that people who didn't grow up with a mother or grandmother in their home, that they don't have the ability to be a loving boyfriend or husband. Um, I don't necessarily think that the vast majority of men do put in the bare minimum. And I don't know what was the reason behind my feelings. Uh, to be so strong uh, <laughs> in 2013. Now, granted, that was eight years ago. Um, maybe I got dumped. Maybe I got cheated on. Maybe there's a number of things that could have happened. Um, but after I wrote this article, I got a lot of love. I got a lot of hate. Um, I had a lot of really cool opportunities to do things like um, be on a Cosmopolitan Live interview. Uh, I was interviewed by Huffington Post to talk about weddings. Um, open up additional opportunities for me to write for places like Thought Catalog and The Good Men Project. And while looking back on it in horror um, and reading this back and thinking how fucking horrible it is, um, it did do a lot of cool things for me. Um, uh, it did open a lot of doors. It did give me a lot of opportunities that I'm sure I wouldn't have had had I not wrote this incredibly terrible article. Um, but uh, as I sit here eight years later, it's easy to feel regret about these words and it's easy to feel stupid for these feelings, even though I probably felt them uh, at that time. And I think what's nice about looking back on things that you've done um, with the, the, the benefit of hindsight, it gives you an opportunity to even further grow from the things that you thought and the things that you said. Um, I'm pretty sure if I wrote this article today, um, I would be canceled. I would be uh, a misogynistic pig. Who am I to say uh, what women can and can't do? And I don't necessarily disagree. I mean, this is garbage opinions and garbage takes and I think what I was ultimately trying to say is that or what I wish I had said was that uh, dating is hard um, it's really difficult for people to be completely upfront and honest about what they're looking for and what they want and too often people are too afraid to articulate exactly what it is that they want and what they're looking for and in hindsight, had I lived my life or my dating life uh, a different way, I probably would be married now. I would probably have some kids. I think too often I was too afraid to speak about what I wanted. Um, too often I allowed people to dictate what I did or didn't want. And I think these are things that you only really get an opportunity to learn with time. Um, dating in your 20s is going to be a lot of hits and a lot of misses and a couple successful uh, relationships. Um, a lot of my friends were lucky enough to meet their now wives at a young age, and I just didn't really have that opportunity. Um, it's simple to point the finger at myself and say, it's me. It's simple to point the finger at my uh, ex-partners as it was them. But I think at the end of the day, things happen for a reason. Um, and again, I think that's why looking back gives uh, even further clarity about what you want moving forward. Um, so I think that, boy, oh boy, was this a piece of shit. But um, looking back on it now, it's still kind of uh, something that I'm skeptically proud of. Um, it's something that I did. It's something that um, 
was a part of me for a long time um, and something that I'm happy to have in my past. Um, I'm, I'm really happy that a lot of these feelings are not feelings that I currently have and these are not, um, you know, ultimately not um, going to be something that I take with me moving forward. Um, I don't necessarily know that uh, I feel that I could write something this badly and this passionately now. Um, but again, I haven't written anything in a pretty long time. Um, so all in all, um, this was a not a great trip down memory lane. I uh, can't necessarily say that I'm proud of this. I can't necessarily say that I'm in love with this. And I'm definitely contradicting myself here on a uh, back and forth basis. But as I read it over time and uh, time again, it's it's just making me feel sad, sad for 26 or 27 year old John that um, I think ultimately I was trying to write something that um, was a little bit more uh, power to feminism, a little bit more, um, you know, more of a cheerleader and less like a whiny douche. Um, because ultimately, uh, this is an, an incredibly whiny douche uh, take. Um, yeah, so um, while I'm, I'm glad to have gone back and looked at it and realized, Jesus Christ, I was a terrible writer and, you know, these thoughts on chivalry were completely off base, um, I, I am still glad that it is something that uh, I had done. Now, I said I would touch back on chivalry in general, and uh, I don't necessarily think that I was wrong. Um, I do think chivalry is dead. Um, while the article is a tragically terrible articulation of why or how it's dead, um, I do believe that to be the case, but that's probably a benefit. That's probably a good thing. Um, we don't need chivalry in 2021. Um People can just be good people and not feel the need that, you know, buying dinner is somehow really important. Um, I mean, it's just, God, this article is making me sad for myself. But ultimately, I think uh, things come and go uh, at the right time and place that they're supposed to come and go. Um, and chivalry is definitely one of them. Now, that being said, obviously, don't be a douchebag. You can buy someone dinner. You could take someone out for drinks. You can hold a door open for them. You can not expect to get laid the first time you go out. And all of those things don't necessarily make you a good person or not a shitbag. Um, at the end of the day, um, relationships are two people getting to know each other and figuring out if they want to be together. And I have done a poor job with that over the last couple of years, um, but I'm hopeful that moving forward, um, I could take some of the past lessons that I've had and grow. And, uh, I think ultimately at the end of the day, um, when you strike the right balance and hit the right chord with the right person, uh, a lot of these, uh, tedious conversations about things like chivalry go out the window. <sighs> wow. Okay. So that's the end of today's episode. Uh, probably not going to do that again. Um, reading back my own writing was uh, a little bit nauseating. 
Um, so before I get into uh, the recommendation for today's episode, um, I just want to let you know that uh, next episode number four, we'll have our very first Q&A. Um, that's kind of uh, the pattern that I wanted to uh, have this podcast be. Um, I wanted to be a place where people ask questions and I provide really shitty answers or advice based on what they're asking me. Um, so episode four, we'll have uh, Q&A numero uno. Um, and if you want to ask questions, feel free to DM me on Twitter or Instagram. It's just at John Pachuto, uh, or you can email me at uh, john.pachuto at gmail.com. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to dropping that in the next couple days or week and uh, getting uh, to a pretty consistent uh, pattern of doing a number of different Q&As. Uh, so before I let you go, um, my recommendation for the week is a TV show. I just finished binging the show Flight Attendant with Kaylee Coco, and let me tell you, it was fantastic. Uh, the fact that she got robbed for a Golden Globe is a travesty, and uh, she really did deserve better. She was fantastic in the show. Um, don't want to give too much away. I'm super late to the party in watching this. I had just been binging a bunch of other shit and didn't really get around to it. Um, but boy, did I, uh, crush it. Um, it's, I think eight or 10 episodes. Uh, they're about 40 minutes each. I watched it over this entire past weekend and I couldn't possibly recommend it, uh, to you more. Um, so that's it. That, uh, that'll do it, uh, with, uh, episode number three, uh, why chivalry is dead recap and rewind. My goodness gracious, uh, I am mortified uh, for what I wrote back then and probably will not be doing too much rereading of old stuff. Um, But again, maybe I will. At the end of the day, it's always good to look back and look forward and see where you've been to see where you're going. And uh, if that's not a a significant fundamental aspect of your life, I think it's really hard to grow. So uh, these tough lessons and and these tough pills to swallow uh, are definitely things that are uh, probably a positive in the long run. Uh, So yeah, hit the uh, subscribe button, uh, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, um, and look forward to catching you guys on the next one. Bye.